welcome to the Odd Drummer Gaming Podcast. My name is Edmund. This is episode 12, I think, of the podcast. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about Cowboy Bebop, episode number 4, Callisto Soul. I just got finished watching it a minute or two ago. just wanted to record my reaction and thoughts and feelings and such. So let's just get into it. My first note is phase character and an issue a big issue i have with this with the series so far the adaptation is that the i keep calling it characterization i hope that's the right word but the characterization of the characters what i mean by that is just like the personality of the characters and how they adapted it from the anime i don't like it so far so this episode somewhat focuses on phase character and it opens with her trying to trying to come up with a new persona. She's trying out different personas. I guess she's trying to be a disguise or something when she talks to this guy, Manly. And there's I'm not sure what the right word for it, but there's like a it's either I wrote I wrote notes for this episode. So I wrote three words. Two words I used before in previous episodes from episode one of the Netflix show. I used the words I think I used goofy and wacky. I think I also used silly. And in this episode notes, I wrote down quirky. There is a quirky, goofy, silly aspect to her character in this adaptation that Daniela Pineda, who I believe I refer to as Danielle Pineda in episode one. I apologize. Her name is Daniela Pineda. There's a quirkiness that she brings to this character that was I don't believe was present in the original. And I guess I just don't like... I'm, I'm comparing it too harshly, too closely with the original, and I understand that. And that's probably my fault, but I, I mentioned before, I can't, really, I can't really help it. All I can do is compare the two. And and I love the anime so much, so it's it's hard, really hard not to compare the two. But Daniela Pineda's performance, she brings kind of a comedic hint to the character that I don't really like. But I'll get back to that aspect by the end of this podcast episode. But for now, my first thoughts were, I don't really like the comedic hint. That's not the right word either. I, I'm bad at words. It was nice seeing Adrian Barbeau in there. I, I'm not too familiar with her work. I know she's done a bunch of horror movies. I think I've only seen her in the Drew Carey show in an episode or two. Um, I'm not... I don't want to give the impression that I'm a huge fan of the Drew Carey show. It was just on the TV and my eyes occasionally fell upon the Drew Carey show. But I'm not a diehard Drew Carey fan show. What? I'm not a diehard Drew Carey show fan. I don't want anyone to think that ever. Please. Does he host The Price is Right? I think he hosts The Price is Right. Anyway, there's a turning into trees gimmick in this episode, which was not present in the anime, I thought it was fine. It was kind of creepy, kind of weird. Yeah, it was fine. So I watched the episode once through, and then I kind of skimmed through the episode again for a second time, just to take down notes to see if I have anything that I wanted to speak on. And I, I will say, when Faye enters the restaurant, where Spike and Jet are about to eat. I, I laughed at Spike's facial expressions when Faye got into the booth. Because I guess it's it's funny because they, they kept this spirit in from the anime, which Spike and Faye don't really like each other. And it's it's hilarious. And Faye gets into the booth and 
I, I get that her, her she's kind of despicable to him um just because of how they met each other in the past and yeah and he, she has a bloody shoulder sure she was shot in the shoulder so she has blood all over and he's like no uh, uh, and he's like disgusted by her even though in reality daniela pineda and faye valentine are beautiful women so it, it's funny that spike's kind of uh, grossed out by her or he's putting on a he's definitely putting on a facade over time he's like I mentioned before, um, Shinichiro Watanabe said that they're both not straightforward people. So over time, they kind of have to put on a front that they don't like each other. But in reality, they they probably do like each other. But it was just funny how this gorgeous woman gets into the booth and he's like disgusted with her. Albeit, yeah, she does have a bloody shoulder. So, I mean, I get it. And he was like, ugh, gross. And again, I'm I'm still not warming up to the julia and vicious scenes i they just so far for now it just bores me um just because in the original anime julia is her name isn't even uttered until way later in the series and and vicious is very is used very sparingly throughout now and i understand that they're compacting compacting they're compacting like 26 episodes into a 10 episode live action series and i get that and it's not going to follow the anime religiously so this is a new thing and i get that but i just felt like the treatment of those two characters was was done so beautifully in the original anime and then here whenever they come on screen i'm like oh, okay i don't know it just doesn't appeal to me so far but again the whole theme of these Cowboy Bebop episodes for me on this podcast is that I'm hoping they're just they're building t- towards something. So they need to sprinkle in these scenes with Julia and Vicious. So I wanted to talk briefly about the dynamic between Spike, Faye and Jet. I, I already spoke about the dynamic between Spike and Faye, which I find hilarious. And they're, they're, dare I say they're kind of nailing the dynamic between Spike and Faye. And I also like the dynamic between Jet and Faye because immediately he he, he kind of likes Faye, not not in a romantic, sexual, or perverted way at all. It's and I wouldn't I'm not even sure if I would say fatherly yet, but immediately he's like he offers to help her with the first aid, and then eventually he feeds her, and then later on in the episode. Spike was like, oh, he, she's probably dead. And Jet offers like, no, we should look for her. So I thought it was kind of sweet how Jet was like immediately kind of warmed up to Faye. And it it was interesting how Jet warms up to Faye immediately and Spike kind of wants to kill her. It was, it's, it's an interesting dynamic between the three of them. And I kind of liked it, to be honest. So far between Jet and Spike, they, they laugh a lot. And if I remember correctly, in 26 episodes of the anime, they laugh in one episode. And I think it's the last episode. And I remember thinking it was weird because they they never laughed in the whole series. And then in the last episode, I remember the, the sound of Spike laughing sounded like weird to me. Not weird in a bad way, just weird like it was a new sound. Like, oh, I've never heard Spike laugh before. And in this adaptation, they're laughing a lot. And 
I, I'm not even sure what to make of it. It's just a new laughing element in this new adaptation. I get, I don't know. I, I think of the anime as really, there's a beauty and a grace to it. And there's obviously a somber tone to it. Even though it's, even though it's a really fun anime, it, there's just a somberness throughout it. And I don't think of the characters laughing a lot. But in this Netflix thing, they're, they're laughing almost every episode. So I don't know. We'll see where that leads to. I don't know. There's a weird scene with Gren and a dancer. I, I'm not sure what to make of that. I don't know what effect they were trying to go with that scene. Um, he just says, he just keeps telling her deeper, deeper, deeper. And she's kind of contorting her body while a saxophonist plays intensely. Did they need to put that scene in there? I, I don't, I don't really know how I'm supposed to feel about it. Like, I don't know. It was kind of weird. Uh, and again, I I laughed. Well, when I was skimming through, I mentioned that I laughed at Spike's facial expressions. But I, la- I laughed when Jet says, I forget the line, but he's like, do you think, do you think these two, do you think the bounty on these two can, will let me buy two bidets for the ship? And Spike just says, God, I hope not. I thought that was funny. So this episode accomplishes a lot with Faye's character. And... To be honest, I I wish they would have spaced it out a little bit more. But again, I understand that they 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 need to compact the anime into ten episodes, and at the same time, we don't know how well this Netflix adaptation is gonna do. Nobody knows. So I I understand that they they can't really plan for the future. And what I mean by that is like they can't they can't plan for season two. So anything they want to accomplish in this first season they need to accomplish and they need they need to do it quickly so they can't really space it out they can't really go at a steady steady pace so i understand why they felt they needed to do all of this in one episode but in the beginning of the episode well not the very beginning but near the beginning shortly after the beginning she kind of betrays uh jet and spike by stealing ein and taking the swordfish and like stealing the swordfish and leaving so in the near the beginning of the episode she betrays them and then by the very close to the end of this episode she she's going to she takes her ship and then she's going after maria murdoch i think and then she gets a call from whitney who was her fake mom and then she decides to go after she is kind of decides to abandon Jet and Spike and then to go after Whitney. But then she sees a missile go by and then she kind of grows a conscious... A conscious? She grows a conscience, collides into the missile in order to save the guys. And it, she ends up destroying her ship. She puts herself in danger. She almost dies. And she ends up saving the guy's life, the guy's lives. I guess if the missile hit the planet or whatever surface they were on, they would have turned into trees, I'm assuming. So again, the story arc was pretty interesting. And in the beginning of of the episode, like I mentioned, I'm just repeating myself at this point. But at the beginning of the episode, she betrays them. And then by the end, she kind of she grows a conscience and saves their lives. So it was it was a cool story arc. And I I kind of wish they would have spaced it out more, like maybe have a few episodes in between where they they would have had time to develop a relationship where 
At first she betrays them and then some time goes by before she grows any sort of conscience or attachment towards these guys. But I, but again, I already explained why I understand why they, they felt like they might have needed to compact all of that story into one episode. But the first time I watched this episode, again, I still have this kind of tainted perspective on it and everything feels very bright and colorful and a it gives me like a peewee vibe. It almost kind of feels like a circus in space. But when I was skimming it and when I was thinking about this episode, I, I kind of liked it. So it's the first episode so far where I'm like, hmm, this, this could be interesting. So this episode could be the first in the series or it is pretty much the first in the series that kind of tilts the scale in its favor and so in the beginning of this podcast episode i mentioned that i didn't really like the comedic take that daniela pineda was incorporating into this character but i think i think it's going to warm up on me i think i'm not sure i mean who knows maybe the next episode i'll watch it and i'm like oh i'm tired of it already but i thought this episode was really interesting and pretty fun i like the story arc that Faye had and she eventually gets to stay on the on the bebop so i'm i'm assuming that the end of this episode they purposely created it where it pretty pretty much mirrors the end of i think it was ballad of fallen angels where after spike he falls from this like second floory second floory Jesus Cristo. So at the end of Ballad of Fallen Angels, he's fighting Vicious and he he falls from like the second story stained glass windows. And I think Spike th throws grenades or s I forget. I, man, it's such an iconic scene and I can't remember it exactly. But Spike kind of gets injured. He kind of gets uh, blown up at the end of that episode. And he's all bandaged up. And while he's like sleeping and bandaged up and dreaming on the couch, he remembers when Julia is singing to him. And I think he said he tells her, sing for me or something like that. And then he's so he's reliving a memory. But then when he wakes up, Faye is like sitting next to him. And I don't know what for some reason in my memory, I'm. I remember she was playing cards. I don't know. Maybe she was playing solitaire. Spider solitaire. And so he mumbles something. Burr, 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 and she's like, I, th I think she says, oh, I thought you would never wake up. Which that's what Spike says to Faye at the end of the Netflix adaptation. And she goes, what? What was that? And, and he goes, you sing off key. And she kind of gets mad and then walks off. So again, it's just, it goes along with their dynamic of, you know, if they were, either of them were in, really in touch with their emotions, they would say like, thank you. I respect you. I like you. I love you. Um, I love you as a friend. I love you as a partner. But that's, that's what, that's what makes the series and these characters so compelling that they're not in touch with their emotions and they're like all emotionally stifled and they'll never say I love you just like me like I would never ever say I love you to my wife or my parents never anyway so that's that's why I really love the anime because they're never going to say what's really on their mind emotionally to the other character and they kind of nail it at the end of this episode because 
she's like is that is that your way of saying thank you and spike's like if i want to say thank you i'll say thank you and he's spike's like oh you can stay on the bebop and you know in reality she she wants to say man thank you thank you guys so much like and but it's not corny like that and they they close up on her face and she like can't help but smile because she kind of has these new partners these new friends and you feel that joy but you would never say like hey hey guys thanks for letting me join your team it's it's not that kind of show and that's what i really loved about the anime so they they i felt like this episode did right by the anime and i hope they keep going with this yeah and i i hope i hope i continue to like the episodes going forward because one one i liked fine two and three i didn't really like but episode four callisto soul i thought was pretty good that's all i got definitely let me know your thoughts thanks for listening stay odd and keep on playing